0: Happy opening day, everybody. The Clubhouse podcast is back. However, this season, our release schedule is going to be just a bit different. For those of you who may not know yet, my fantastically talented co-host, Mr. Anthony Rapp, has been cast in the new Star Trek TV series. While that is very exciting, that puts a little crimp in our recording schedule. We still have a laundry list of amazing guests that we're going to have on, so please subscribe to the show on iTunes so you never miss an episode. We're all just going to have to be a little bit more flexible this season as we live long and prosper. I think that's a Star Trek thing. Full disclosure, Star Trek Discovery will be the first Star Trek I have ever seen. But now, to celebrate baseball being back, we are releasing our chat with stand-up comic Aaron Foley. So without any further ado, on to the show. Welcome to the show, everybody. It is a wonderful day for baseball. I'm Manish Jane, and sitting next to me, as always, is Mr. Anthony Rapp. Morning. Our guest today is a stand-up comic and a podcaster. You've seen her on Conan at Midnight, Chelsea Lately, and a slew of other TV appearances. She is the host of the podcast Sports Without Balls, but as always on our show her only credit that matters is that she is a fan of the New York Yankees joining us in the clubhouse today
1: Amazing. You're not Irish
2: are you? <laughs> no, I hate the Irish.
0: Oh my goodness, starting off strong.
2: I'm 100% Irish.
0: All right, you hate the Irish but you love the pinstripes. Yeah, you love the Yankees. How, why, where did that start? No, oh, just how how. Uh,
2: well, whole family crazy baseball fans. My parents, Mary and Dick Foley. Uh, but they dad grew up in Brooklyn, Brooklyn Dodgers fan.
1: Yeah, wait a second.
2: I know. Mom, <laughs> Mom Long Island Giants fan. Uh-oh. What happened? Oh how my! Did, God. What they lost their minds in '57.
0: <laughs> I can imagine. And
2: then I sprung up. Uh, And they lied to me my whole life and said they liked the Yankees. Uh, And then that only came out a couple years ago. (laughs) A couple years ago, I found out they had been literally only supporting the Yankees because I fell in in love with the Yankees when I was like five or six. And I was like, what do you mean you don't like the Yankees? My dad's like, I hate the Yankees. I was like, what? That's, yeah, That's it
0: was crazy. Did, okay, so did your parents continue their love of the Giants and Dodgers moving to the West Coast? Did they become Mets fans or did they? No.
2: My dad, my dad. Well, it's really like my dad like literally went to like every game for like Ebbets Field for like five cents. Oh. And so in 50, 55 they won, 56 they lost, 57 they moved and he gave up baseball, literally destroyed the man. You know, a lot of people crap on L.A. because, you know, there's crappy things about L.A. I like L.A. My dad, will he refuses to say anything positive about Los Angeles and the state of California. Because And I of that. know it's because of the Dodgers, even though he won't admit it. Uh, but yeah, he just... That was it. And so he watched the Yankees with me growing up um, and sort of, you know, kind of faked, I guess, his interest in the Yankees so we could talk <laughs> baseball. But now... They retired to Florida 13 years ago, and they're rabid Rays fans. I love <laughs> Isn't your that parents. Crazy?
0: That is amazing. Yeah, parents, well, is that yeah.
1: is that partly because they're in the same division as the Yankees? Does that have anything to do with it? Do you think?
2: I think they just uh, they had some time on their hands. Um, <laughs> kind of
1: inoffensive, and it's not They've been
2: married way too long, <laughs> uh, and their their language is baseball, yeah. and so oh. I don't worry about their marriage from April to October, then I'm like, ooh, better go visit. Oh. Uh, but yeah, they're but they're like in it with the Rays. Like I have to support the Rays. My mom's like secretly in love with Evan Longoria. Yeah, I know sure. she is. Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. That is yeah. amazing. Do you have siblings?
2: Yeah, I have two sisters. And yeah. are they
0: also in?
2: Yankees fans, but they don't really Casual. care. Okay. I mean, they, ca- they only care when I'm losing my mind. <laughs> 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 or I made them sit in the same seats on the couch in 96.
1: Uh-huh, yeah. I We both understand yeah, that very, very, very move. well. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't move. Yeah. 96, they won on my birthday.
2: They won yeah, your birthday? Yeah,
1: oh, October 26th. yeah. That's awesome. And I was doing Rent at the Time in Times Square, and I walked out of the theater, and they had won, and Times Square was filled with people. It was really cool.
2: It was the coolest. That yeah. was my first year in New York City, and we were all living... I have a twin sister and an older sister, and we were all living on Cornelia Street. And... Uh, I saw you and ran a couple of times, and uh, <laughs> my best friend was obsessed. Anyway, um, best and friend, so uh, Carrie, <laughs> the best. Uh, and so we went out into the street, and yeah, it was, it, you know, nine after ninety six. Like ninety six will be my favorite year in baseball of all time. Yeah, like it won't. You know, you yeah, know of course. I always you always have favorite years, and I won again and stuff like that. But ninety six, there's so many layers, you know, and you're Cubs, right? Yeah, yeah. So. You know, you just there's so many layers, and it's also, you know, it was like my first of everything in '96 for uh, for the Yankees. My first time ever going to Yankee Stadium.
1: Oh, wow. really? Yeah. yeah. So growing up, so where did where did you Fenway grow up? Park. Oh no, <laughs> before Yankee Stadium. Yeah.
2: yeah. Wait, yeah. where did you grow up? I grew up in New York, then we moved to Connecticut, then we moved to Rhode Island. And
1: uh, Rhode Island was all,
2: yeah, Boston. I love Fenway Park. I, yeah. I think it's such a sure, great of course. park, but yeah.
1: Were you able to go to Fen- uh, to Fenway for Yankees-Red Sox games, or?
2: I saw the, Yan- yeah, I, oh, I guess I, yeah, I saw the Yankees there, but maybe, maybe once, because that was like such a hard ticket and, uh, and uh, you know, not a very nice game to <laughs> yes. attend. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> well,
0: so, so growing up, and- you weren't able to actually go to the stadium. And this was the days before, you know, 24-hour streaming information where it was kind of difficult to actively follow your team unless you lived in the town. I guess the Yankees are a little bit different. But how was that like for you as far as living in Rhode Island, surrounded by Red Sox fans? What was... How did your fandom kind of grow being so disconnected? (laughs) Um,
2: i Can you imagine I was 12? Anyway, that's terrible. Uh, No... (laughs) We, when we when we moved to Connecticut, we were like in the uh, uh, western part of Connecticut, so you, it was all New York channels. Okay. Um, so the Yankees were like every day. Oh, that's right? nice. So, okay. So when I was probably like, I honestly, I was probably like six or seven, to to the time I was like maybe twelve or thirteen, you know, Rigetti, like no, like I I would just be like downloading Yankees. So then when we moved, I was like what do you mean I can't watch it? But then, you know, you're so young and then you get involved in, you know what I mean? So, yeah. so I just loved baseball because my dad and my mom would tell me all these stories about Dodgers and Giants and stuff. So, you know, my love of baseball has always trumped Yankees, you know? So I was like, of course I'm going to go to Fenway Park and see the Red And so I went to a ton of Red Sox mm-hmm. games because I just love baseball. Um, so, I mean, yes, I have a I have a deep seated hatred for the Red Sox, but a, a huge appreciation, you know, for Fenway Park. Uh But do
1: you do you have a recollection of as a child since your parents weren't themselves Yankees fans, they weren't inoculating you with this hatred of the Red Sox, right? Was it just something you just absorbed <laughs> on your own?
2: Well, I I think I think when you're around other Yankees fans and uh yeah, my de- my parents weren't like Supportive of Red Sox, you know, but uh, then, then when you realize when you move, and everyone just craps <laughs> on the Yankees so much that you start to like like them even more. Yes, You're like, no, that's my team. Of and my parents are such New Yorkers, and we've like such a like they're like the typical like oh well we're from New like New York like yeah. so it's just like the the world's greatest place then you get really defensive inappropriately as a (laughs) 12-year-old. No, look, I I remember
0: going to games at Yankee Stadium back in the 90s, and— they wouldn't be playing... The Red Sox wouldn't be in town. They'd be playing some random team. They'd be playing the, the White Sox or, or just some random team. And just in the middle of the fourth inning, you just hear them start chanting, 19, 18. And it's like, yeah. what, what, are yeah, you, it's put, what are you... crazy. I know. All right, so, I mean, it, did, yeah. it's, it is kind of just, as soon as you put that NY yeah. on your head, it's like it, it, it just yeah. imbues this hatred of... <laughs> Of
2: all yeah. things,
1: Red Sox into you. So
2: is it is it like that with Cubs and White no. Sox?
1: No, it's not. I mean, I think there are sometimes where there there are like little skirmishes that break out, but it's not like that. Yeah. It's not hatred like that. I don't yeah. think. Yeah. I think if anything. My understanding is, you know, White Sox like diehard White Sox fans get resentful of how much attention the Cubs get. Understandable. I mean, that's yeah. understandable. Yeah, totally. You know, yeah, because um, they're sort of like they're on the south side. They're they're they're, they're they don't have the same kind of budget. Their their stadium isn't as nice and yeah. all that stuff. You know, I think in baseball the closest you would
0: get maybe is still probably Giants Dodgers. I think Giants in terms Dodgers, of animosity. Yeah, in terms it's of terrible. just yeah, yeah. they yeah. get more violent. Unfortunately, like yeah. that's one yeah. of those things that that. I always get a little bit bummed out when I hear about a new beating or a new whatever.
2: Oh, it's, it's so, like, then you think, like, how do you outdo, like, New York, Boston, Meadheads? But, <laughs> but San Francisco <laughs> and L.A., they yeah. outdo it. Yeah. They really they, do. Because I've never seen, I mean, how many games have I been? I've been to a gazillion games. I've never seen, I don't think I've ever seen terrible language, but I don't think I've ever seen a fight. Like, I really honestly got not think I've ever. But as soon as I moved here... And, you know, start going to Dodger games and stuff. And then I'm like, why? Like, then you kind of learn about it. And I did a benefit for Brian Stowe, the guy yeah. that, that guy got me. Oh, it's just, you're just like, this is, cr- this is insane. Yeah. It's so stupid.
0: Yeah, I've never been a bit. I mean, I'm not an inherently violent guy to begin with. But I mean, I've definitely have gotten a little bit riled up at ball games every once in a while. May may yeah. yell and scream a little bit and, and make a bit of a, a scene of myself. But yeah, I'm with you. Where where and and I've been. You know, both Anthony and I have been to all 30 parks. And and that's awesome. And, yeah. And and you know, I don't think we've seen really any skirmishes as far as that are that right. are based on that. I mean, yes, I have seen fights that are based on just people getting drunk and people getting belligerent off yeah. of just general nonsense, but based on just... <laughs> as you do. As you do. But that's going to happen in every facet of life. We've all, yeah. you know, uh, had a pop or two and, and decided to just punch someone for looking at us wrong, apparently. Uh, I
2: haven't for uh. the record, listeners. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I uh, wanted to. Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, but yeah, no, L.A., yeah. San Francisco has this very strange... Because, I mean, every park that I go to... I've got this old English D plastered on my head. I yeah. never take this hat off, and I'll go to White Sox games, Royals games, Twins games, Indian games—you know, games that are within our division—and I'll get a little bit of razzing. I'll get a little bit of whatever, but never that. But I've seen, yeah, God, if I was an A's fan, I would not, or a, a, a Giants fan, I would not wear a Giants gear in Dodger Stadium at all.
2: It's so interesting. Like, I don't know. I guess it, it really depends on. Like, I've had so many discussions. I really like the topic of wearing your. your team, into the visiting ballpark. Mm -hmm. Now, as a woman, um, there's much more leeway. But dudes, um, it really, it's so dependent upon the rivalry and, like, Detroit, um, I just feel like, do do people really get out of bed and they're like, oh, those tigers, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it's just kind of innocuous. I don't know. No, you're right.
0: No, you're you're absolutely right. I
2: also think with, like, economy and stuff, like, people, I'm always cheering for detroit yeah you know what i mean so i i feel like
0: you're not wrong that's a like it's,
2: safer hat
0: you're absolutely not wrong it's it's when i did my original 30 stadium tour years ago um i was a bit nervous i'm was like, i gonna wear my tiger's hat now all the all the yeah. stadiums i'm curious how it's gonna be because everyone oh be careful of philly be careful of this careful. I mean, they're, yeah there's there's always yeah, these cities that people are like oh be careful yeah. and uh occasionally I'd get a, Hey, what do you, you know, what's a Tigers fan doing here or whatnot, but it was never like yeah aggressively hostile. Uh, Cleveland is, and I, I called them the Indians already, but I'm trying in my brain. <laughs> I only call them the spiders now from now on, I'm trying to That's stop. Those are was, was
1: original names. They, 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 Those used the be, original they used to be, they used to be the
0: Cleveland spiders. I want them to be the Cleveland spiders again. I don't want, I'm yeah. trying to not have it be the Cleveland Indians. Cause we all, yeah, it yeah. just is ridiculous. So it's
2: ridiculous. Yeah. And then you get. I'm so, I'm obviously on the right side of that argument, but then you just get really nostalgic for the Indians and the, like, Redskins, and then you're like, oh my God, that's terrible. (laughs) But then you don't want it to change just for his, but then you're like, of course I wanted to change. No, I
0: I get it. I I, 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 I genuinely do understand both sides of it.
2: Yeah, well,
0: sure. I mean, yes. the sea is great and all that. You know, we don't need the the screaming Chief Wahoo. We don't don't need... Uh, so yeah, so when I'm in Spider Stadium, when I'm in, when I'm with the Cleveland Spiders, uh I that was when um the in uh, God, I almost it again the Spiders and the and the Tigers were having a really bad uh rivalry at the time. Oh, I got you. And I definitely for the first couple of innings I got people screaming at me from different parts of the section. But I'm a pretty I, I diffuse situations relatively quickly. And I always let them know, Hey, I'm rooting for you. If I'm in your home ballpark, unless you're playing the tigers, I'm going to be rooting for the home team, no matter where I am. And I know enough about baseball that I can kind of calm everybody down, but you, you couldn't be more right. The tigers, I I've met more people that wanted to talk to me about Tigers history and wanted to talk to me about how much they love the logo of the old English D or want to talk about Hank Greenberg or or I mean Sparky
2: Anderson. Sparky
0: is someone everyone talks about. Or honestly, right now it's about Miguel Cabrera. Everybody yeah. wants to talk Miggy because I think he's one of the least hateable people in baseball. You have
2: to be a real D bag yeah. Hate that like guy? he is
0: just a, a big lovable yeah. goof who mashes the ball and and even like Royals fans and, and all that. Yeah.
1: Quick story. Um, I just wish you didn't lumber. I don't like people who lumber. Around the bases,
0: he does. Lumber. He's a big dude. What do you I want from him?
1: <laughs> Listen, he's one of the. <laughs> 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 That's the lumber thing. is
0: such a great word. He's a. He, there's a lot of man meat I on understand. him. It's it's hard to I kind of <laughs> pick
1: him up and but put we've him down. We talked out. about this before. Prince didn't lumber. He was light. On his feet was like somehow. this big Prince dude, would would like pick tried. up speed. He
0: would pick up speed yeah. like a cannonball yes, and just yes. run and run yeah. and run. Yes. It's because actually, Prince and I wish I could I could credit. Uh, the guy who told him this, uh, listeners, if anybody knows this, uh, email us at, clubbosspodcast at gmail.com to, to let me know. Um, there was someone when, when Princey was in the minor leagues where he took an at-bat, and he did lumber down to first. And he did kind of go lump down. And he did kind of boom, boom, boom. And whoever the first base coach was at the time, like, this must have been the Brewer system. Uh just annihilated him and screened them and said you never, you know
2: You never lump a kid. Pretty
0: much, yes. <laughs> you you run out every play as if it's your last, basically. And from then on, every single time out of the box, Princey, yeah. you know, just did yeah. everything. And then
2: Jonathan
1: Pablebunk choked him in the dugout after.
2: <laughs> I if I could put my hands around one person's neck. It would be Jonathan Pappelbod.
1: I think we're
0: all pretty what a much creep. in agreement he's such with a that. Creep. Yeah. He just Ugh. and just the look on his face is a guy who knows he's a creep and doesn't care. Yeah. And yeah. just just owns it.
2: He owns a van with no windows. We can all <laughs> him in Joe Buck.
0: Oh, you're you're the anti joe Buck I don't, as well.
2: I'm not a Joe Buck fan. He hates the New York Giants. <laughs> Does he? he? Hates it. Yeah. I have, I'm like an insane New York Giants fan and I, every week I get Troy Aikman and Joe Buck announcing the games and I want to put it on mute because they literally like will glorify every team the Giants are playing. The New York football Giants. The New York football Giants. Yeah. We'll get off this topic really quick. It's okay. (laughs) But then like, you know, we'll do something correctly (laughs) (laughs) and Joe Buck will be like, just got that done or like, oh, I
1: hate
2: so much. Yeah, it just drives me insane. They'll, Sunday, they'll be, they'll be, it'll be giant screen day, and they'll be like, Aaron Rye, wanna make sweet love to Aaron Rye. I'm like, oh, I hate it. But anyway,
0: it's so annoying. Yeah, Joe gets a lot of hate from from a lot of people. I mean, I I kind of feel for him a little bit though, just because he. He, he he's doing the best he can. It's got to be tough to be a national broadcaster. It's got to be tough to be able to show no, emo- like, to yeah. show emotion but not show emotion. You know what I mean? No, like, it's a, it's it's,
2: a, I would say it's a probably a thankless job. Yeah, yeah. because
0: if, if you show too much rah-rah, then people yeah. are like, oh, you're in the tank for this team. But if you don't, you know, there's been so much talked about how he has no energy in his voice when he calls home runs or whatever in, in big moments. But it's like, yeah, but then if he goes two butt, you're like, oh, you're in the can for this team. And yeah. so it's just got to be that, that fine line to walk. Um, I've heard, I have no idea if this is true or not, but I've heard that he may be pulling back a little bit and not doing as many postseason games moving forward that they may be, there's a possibility that they may be switching him out uh, in the next couple of years here, which would be, and I'm a big fan of Matt Vaskurgeon. I love Matt E. V.
2: Um, I like anyone but Joe Buck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> were you happy when uh, what's her name? The woman on ESPN, um, Jessica Mendoza. Yeah. No, just, do you, yeah. Were you happy that there's a woman in the booth? To that, like
2: the greatest thing ever. Yeah. And it, you know, it's just it's one of these things where like you always get it as a woman. It's like, uh, well, you didn't play the sport, and you're like, she's like a triple, eight. like she's just like one of the best female, you know softball players of all time like how do you it just and because
0: guess what nobody on this couch played the sport professionally but i can talk a, yeah. about it pretty intelligently right? and no like one would question lamest. me if i yeah. wanted to go become a broadcaster no yeah. one would question me oh did you not play professional baseball yeah i played some little league sure yeah. but i didn't play anything and there were girls on my little league team so it's not like you know so it, it's well did you play baseball at all as oh, a yeah. kid yeah at what age did they tell you you couldn't play with the boys anymore? I'm always curious about this. Oh,
2: probably very early. By fifth grade, sixth grade?
0: Yeah. I don't – I yeah. fundamentally don't – there were girls on my team that were absolutely better than me. I will I will put that out there. Absolutely better than me at baseball. And I was an all-star, quote-unquote, you know, all, literally all-star, whatever that means. And it – even when I was a kid, I didn't fully understand why at a certain age. They're like, all right, girls, you gotta go play this completely different sport where yeah. I've got a lot of respect for softball. I think softball is a fantastic, wonderful sport. It is not – it's it's different. The speed is different. They, I mean, the ball is different, obviously. Yeah. But it's – it's. I definitely couldn't play fast pitch softball. Like, I would not know what – They're just
2: – they're tremendous athletes. It's just, it's just one of those things where just to see her calling a game – and also, like, if I – like, I, it's like a dream to like call a game, call any game, yeah. but you know, you're going to have someone to the left and right of you that will specialize in like yes the curve ball. And that, like, I, if, if you throw a ball to the plate, I don't know what it is until someone's like, that was a, you know, low hanging, whatever. So I was like, well, that's not the best example. Of you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And so like, that's his. Right. Jam, you know Everybody has mean? their own specialty. Yeah. She
0: adds a lot. I, I'll be honest. I quite literally have muted ESPN's broadcast for the last X amount of years. I have just not listened. I will sync it up with the with whatever the local radio broadcast is, and I would even if it's a couple of seconds off. I would prefer that than listening to whoever they have. But since she joined the booth, I've actually started listening every once in a while, and she does give great insight and unique yeah. perspectives. And I, I know, I think she's done a tremendous job. I and mean, we're all
2: how intimidating is that job? Like you're the only. That's the thing is like then other women can see it's always that ripple effect of, course, of yeah. like oh my god like i can do that like I can do that one day yeah it's about seeing
0: representation yeah. out there it's yeah. it's there's um i desperately want a female umpire in major league baseball right? so so badly there have been some in minor league there have been some in exhibition games and you know it's it's I mean, we've talked about this on the show many, many times, how we, we desperately want more women just involved in baseball in general because I know so many great women who love baseball and know baseball so – I mean, better than I do, better than Anthony does, better than you do, better than all of us. Like, there are women that I know that could school a lot of men. But, yeah, there is this weird if you didn't play, you don't belong type of situation. Yeah, just, I feel like
2: it's getting better. Like, even just by doing the the sports podcast I have for the last two years – Um, and I'm always on ESPNW Mm -hmm. and which covers all sports, but you know, main focus on, 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 uh, women's sports. There's more and more stories, Sarah Thomas, first NFL referee. Like there's, there's tons of more and more stories of, you know, women breaking a lot more barriers. So hopefully, and you know, I think Joe Torrey just hired a woman, uh, for VP of something in MLB. Mm. Right. Um, so you know it's it's like such a man's it's like such a man's sporting world you know it's gonna take constantly trying to like chip away you know
0: well do you get (laughs) this is my just the fact that
2: you have women on this show is amazing all
0: right This is we you know I'm gonna pat ourselves we're doing a good job man yeah, we're yeah, patting ourselves yeah, in the back thanks, we, yeah. we are we're trailblazers uh, it's all it's about us it's about our accomplishments of we're so generous of spirit to allow you a woman I
2: mean I had to set up the equipment but whatever I'll take it <laughs> so what
0: when when people find out that you're a baseball fan men I should say when men yeah. find out that you're a baseball fan do you get quizzed do you get Oh, you're a fan? Well, who won the 19 blah, 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 blah. Or who's the ninth guy off the bench and blah, 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 blah.
2: You know, <laughs> just like that, actually. Yeah, it's like <laughs> they trail
1: off. They, they don't really ask the question fully. They just trail off and make you guess they don't, what the question Because they,
0: they don't really know either. So yeah. they're just trying to,
1: you know.
2: And then they go, blah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, could you be more specific? Uh, I have gotten it. You know, it doesn't happen so much anymore, but... Um, I've gotten into two uh, random altercations with dudes, one at an airport and one at a bar. And it's so stupid. It's so... Utter. I mean, it just felt like it's like caveman times, you know? <laughs> this one guy <clears throat> that was probably wearing my hat or whatever. It was in New York. <laughs> yeah. And he was like... Uh, and that's when the Yankees started winning, you know, it was probably like 98, 99 or something. And and he wasn't a Yankees fan. He's like, oh, you're a bandwagon fan. <laughs> and I... Oh, oh the blood the blood started (laughs) boiling and i and i just was like dude i've you know i've loved them my entire life whatever and he's like yeah uh he's like and then he just you know started the quizzing and i was like oh i'll kill you (laughs) 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 yeah you know it was funny he was like "Uh, who's the first baseman and i was like oh god i said well what year you know i was like (laughs) i'll go there and I was like, "Oh, Tino," and he's like, "Who's before that?" I was like, "Mattingly." Ugh. I was like, "You don't, you seriously don't want to start this argument?" And I don't want like, do "You want to do jersey numbers? Like, <laughs> what do you want to do?" And he was like, "Oh, <laughs> see, yeah. that's how they talk. That's how they talk." I, I and it's I, just, I don't it's understand so what bizarre. the end game is. I
0: don't know what the end game yeah. is in that, in that scenario. Also, I was like, either. "Would you
2: have done that to another dude?" Exactly. Like, I don't. Maybe they do. I don't know. Did you, I don't know?
0: I've never been. I mean, I've never yeah. been quizzed as far as my knowledge base. It, it. I don't know. I'm. Mean, have you?
1: I don't think so. No, I mean, we've talked about this before in the podcast, but um, like in terms of wearing the hat and getting people talking stuff. Yeah. Even even when we were doing our our thirty stadium tour, which was the summer of uh, fourteen, I think 15, 15. 15. 15. 15. Okay. Um, So the Cubs had a really good season that year. Yeah. But they they went in the postseason, but they didn't. You know, they fell short. But they had a they were having a really really good season. So even then, even in the middle of their really great season, there was that talk of like, oh, it must be really hard to be a Cubs fan. Like that, like they were having, they were, you know, having- This is
2: the greatest season we've ever had. So there's (laughs) that, but now I will say that it's
1: completely flipped. So when I wear any Cubs gear, all I get is goodwill, like from strangers all the time.
2: Oh, it's- It's it's, like warmth,
1: goodwill, joy. It's like, especially right after, but even since then too, whenever I'm wearing my Like, where, you know, anything, people, it's like a smile, a nod, a look, a, you know, thumbs up, whatever it is.
2: Well, this season, this past season in baseball, um, for me, not as a, as a, as a, you know, as a Cubs fan, um, was probably my favorite season in baseball, other than, I guess, you know, the year's Yankees win or something. Right. But I do think, like, just from a baseball perspective, And also, I always tie it to uh, my parents because we talk about baseball all the time. And, you know, as raging Rays fans, they all fell in love with Joe Madden. Madden, And so when Madden left, and, you know, obviously, probably talked about this ad nauseum, but, like, you know, everyone, I just felt like, well, if the Cubs ever got close, everyone in America would cheer for the Cubs, you know? Unless you just hate the Cubs or whatever. But, uh, and so when Madden went to the Cubs, Um, I gave my dad my MLB TV password so he could start watching more Cubs games because of Madden. And then, you know, that team reminded me, you know, I always go back to 96 because Mm. it was your farm club, my you know, four or five from my farm club. And then, you know, you buy a couple superstars. But that team was so feel good because I started watching them more in 2015 because of Madden. Um, And then this, and I always go back and I'm like, whatever, I cry during like every game. So when I get sucked into a story, like, in and like, like the Anthony Rizzo story, yes. like I've chilled, you know what I yeah. mean? So when you get hooked on, if it's not your team and you get sucked in by some of these stories, I felt like when the, when the Cubs won this year, I was bawling. Like I had <laughs> cheered for the Cubs my entire life. That's very and even Thanks. Mets Cubs, you know, I'll always, I'll always cheer for Mets second. Sure. I was really torn because I was like, "Well, I want, I want the Mets to win." I was like, "But damn it, this oh, sorry, this, it's okay. this, <laughs> this this Cubs team is so fun, it's so infectious." And then you get all the stories and Zobrist, you know, yeah. Madden and Zobrist. Yeah. yeah. So I was already sort of like had a lot of ties, but I tell you what, that 2016 Cubs, it felt like it just it felt like I kept saying to Mom and Dad like it felt like the Yankees had won it felt it felt yeah. like they were our team. That's and I never know. had said that before about any other team
0: no, that was definitely one of the more unique nights game seven of the two thousand and sixteen World Series was was I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, it's it's probably Jose Davis. yeah, I'm not sure it's the most unique <laughs> baseball game I think I've ever seen. i yeah I, I, I can't remember the exact number off the top of my head now, but there was something like, 46 or 50 texts, like different people. Oh, that night I had 46 to 50 different people, some that I hadn't spoken to in months or years, texting me out of my sister who couldn't care less about baseball at all. She lives in Chicago and, you know, she's staying up all night because the game went till, you know, nine in the morning. And she was just saying, I, I'm I'm having a heart attack, I can't take this. And I was like, it's it you've, was, never, you've never you've never watched a baseball game yeah. on television
2: in your life. Yeah. But she
0: was so just yeah, there was something yeah. about the energy. And it was of also that.
2: Cleveland too. Like yeah. going into that, going before the playoffs started, um, you know, sometimes you just hate teams for no real good reason. <laughs> And I was like, I hate, I hate the Rangers. I hate the Blue Trees. I hate the Sox. <laughs> And so, you know, Cleveland, I've just, I've always had a soft spot for Cleveland. For too many, it's another, different reasons. But, okay. um, and so I thought, well, world's best, best matchup would be Cleveland-Chicago yeah. because they're both so feel yeah. good, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and so it, it's, it's an anomaly, like, to go into a World Series pressure free as a fan yeah. and i know i take it too seriously but <laughs> it felt pressure free because i no, was like, well, I want the cubs to win but if cleveland wins that's such a good story sure, sure. and i and i'm you know they have my sweet baby miller who was like my i just love him so much from the yankees so then i was like well you know i can't believe we, i can't believe we let him go anyway so <laughs> i'm still trying to get over that one but uh you know, uh, Chapman. I was like, take him. Yeah,
0: but, um, oh, you got him yeah. back but, <laughs> for a lot of money. Yeah.
2: I can't. I, mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But so it was like a win-win. You know, so it was such a, it was such a pleasure watching that series. But then I just realized, oh god, the Cubs have to win. Yeah. <laughs> and so by like the second game, I was like, oh the Cubs, oh the Cubs have to win. And that game seven was insane.
0: Well, I mean, I think especially for for Yankee fans. I mean you've won enough at this point. You've, you had, I know you can win more, but you, you've won won enough. You can let the rest of us win a couple every once in a while and you can feel good.
2: It's I, I don't like, I upset. I don't like when teams win all the, it's bad for the sport. It just makes everyone to hate the Yankees even more. I get it. Like, I totally get it. Like I wanted to, obviously you know, I wanted to win all of them, but uh, yeah, I mean, I would actually probably trade. I'd probably trade. 98 and 2000 to get 2001. I'd probably trade three oh, to, yeah. yeah. to get Yeah. I tried to get cuz that one yeah, was of course. just Well, that was the one when when everybody
0: I was I mean I will, yeah. that was for the first yeah. time ever in my life I was absolutely rooting for the Yankees in 2001 yeah. and that's when the I mean for very different circumstances obviously but that one is one when and and look that turned into the the am sorry to do this to you but the Luis Gonzalez hit was you know one of those memorable oh my goodness what a crazy moment in baseball. Yeah. But, and that's, that's, that we played. And if they
1: they hadn't had the infield in. Yeah, but they hadn't had the infield in,
0: it wouldn't have.
2: I've gone over that place so many
0: times. (laughs) (laughs) But so I'm, so I I agree with you on that, but it's what I like about modern day Yankee fans. And this isn't all of them, but the modern day Yankee fans that I have come across, and I've come across a lot of them. When you and I first started texting and you and I didn't really know each other very much. And I'm asking you what your team is. You were like, I, there was almost a hesitation on your behalf to no, be it's like. The
2: worst when people just you're like, oh, I'm the a Yankee Yankees. fan.
0: What's what is the response going to be when I tell you I'm a Yankee fan? So there's this this ramp, this self awareness of of modern day Yankee fans of like, listen, I know I'm a Yankee fan. Here we go, let's yeah. go, get, bring it on. But I think. Because it's what, 2009, Dude, you know, yes. was, yeah. was so it, you're about to have, I believe, like your first decade ever where you don't have two World Series, except for like the 80s or something like that, where like every decade aside from the 1980s or something like that, you have at least two World Series. You know, it's ludicrous yeah. how many, you know, uh, also, dynasties you've had.
2: It's also for me, it's like connection to the players, you know, mm. and it feels like, uh, after, you know, Bernie and Posada and like all of them retired, you're yeah. just like kind of, and then you have A-Rod still and you're yeah. like, oh, this is terrible. Uh, I took my parents to a Yankees game, not this summer, the past summer, that uh, we were all in New York and we went uh, and A-Rod hit a home run <laughs> and my looked at my dad and he goes, can't believe i just saw that <laughs> <laughs> and then my mom is looking at the big screen for the tampa score and she's like well it would be better if quite frankly <clears throat> the yankees lost tonight cuz tampa would gain a game and i'm like we're at King Stadium. <laughs> this one's crapping on A-Rod. My mom's like, it would technically be better. I, was like, oh I love God, your
0: parents. That's no, that's they're, they're, they're real baseball fans. I but love yeah, your parents. But just, now you have some yeah. really exciting players. I think yeah. you can really run Oh, no, you right? guys are going to have another yeah. dynasty now, and it's going to bum me out. Well, you I don't guys, know about that, but it, no, at least you we have good. some
2: young, feel-good play- Like You know, you look at the team, and you're like, you don't even recognize it. And there's really not yeah. a lot of people to like really cheer for that's why i think i was so in love with these cubs this cubs team because the feel-good stories were endless you know what i mean like and i i just was like uh i don't know if you've obviously probably did the espn uh magazine that did the i think it came out maybe this maybe came out maybe in september august and september the entire issue was dedicated to the cubs Mm. and i read like I was reading it, that magazine like it was the Yankees. <laughs> and of course, sobbing during the Anthony Rizzo uh, story. But it was like, I read seven pages on, uh, what's what's the dude that crafted the team? The Red Sox guy that came over? Oh, Theo Epstein. Theo yeah. Epstein. Yeah. Like, like, oh my, really? And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> who am I? Because it's always like those players you get attached to. Sure. you know? But I think and
0: that's going to happen for, there, for- There's
2: some, you know. Yeah. So, So finally, I feel like, you know, uh, you uh, Bird Sanchez. and Sanchez. Like, there's yeah. finally players that you feel good about because, because well, pr- they're farm team. Like, I always go back to like feel good farm team. Well, that's was cool Cubs. Yeah. There's a
1: Cubs Yankees connection now for the first time that in my memory in the last couple of years of yeah. you guys getting Castro and we got Chapman and then you got Chapman back and yeah now you have Glaber Torres who's it's
2: supposed to be fantastic. Yes, yeah you know, coming
1: up through. So it's like. Yeah. That's kind of, and I've, there's a Yankee fan friend of mine that we've been, you know, he was, you know, emailing me all through the playoffs and cheering for me, you know, it's like my Yankees can't be. So it's been like, I, I feel like any residual, like weird, like anti-Yankees sentiment I had is really evaporated in part also because it's been a little bit of a drought and you know it's yeah. like feels like there's a humbling that's happened that's been a good humbling if well and the sense. Red Sox obviously kind of overtook and you know that
0: was the one thing when when we were texting and you're like oh you know when I when I responded maybe not so kindly about your Yankee fandom like oh you must be a Red Sox the fan the
2: language he used <laughs> is embarrassing
0: <laughs> you, see, you must be a Red Sox fan and I I fully admit I at this point in my life I hate the red Sox more than i hate the yankees like it's as you should <laughs> yeah but but no i'm mean, they're, I, I, uh, <laughs> they're rotting from the inside <laughs> but i mean after their yeah. run of of success in, yeah. in the 2000s and they've kind of then flipped into being the obnoxious arrogant look at us and and that was i mean the first night that anthony and i met and we had our long marathon baseball conversation and i told you that you guys were going to win a world series um one of the first things I told him was you need to make sure that you do everything you can to use whatever celebrity cachet you may have to make sure that the Cubs do not become the Red Sox. That the, the Cubs fans and the and, and the Cubs identity doesn't become what the Red yeah. Sox identity became because, man, that happened fast where they just yeah. flipped on a dime and, and became this... From being an empathetic team to be like, oh yeah, that's the 1918 and the curse, blah 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 blah. It'd be great for Boston to actually win one, and then good lord. But the they...
1: Red Sox, I think the Red Sox had there was such a chip on the shoulder that was such a part of it, and such living in the shadow of the Yankees and so much resentment that then when that boils over, that easily transforms into this kind of cockiness and arrogance and sure. And I obnoxious... guess you guys didn't really have that because yeah. you don't really have a. I mean, the yeah. Cardinals
0: are your your yeah, biggest but rival, but there's not really a a. Yeah, that that that. We got to stick it to the Cardinals. Yeah. There's not really that. In in the same way, I think. I mean, yeah. there, I think there's some people in the fandom probably who have that. Sure. Type.
2: There's always so, like you know bad fans. Right, right. But, but you're
0: not defined by it. The Red Sox Yankees rivalry is defined yeah. by that hatred. The yeah. Cardinals Cubs rivalry isn't really defined yeah. by that. exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah, <clears throat> and also like uh, it did it did have that uh, it did have that feel of all the. The grandmothers and the score yeah. sheets that they kept focusing on in 2004. <laughs> I literally was like, I remember it was uh, it was like I don't know some game. I guess it was like game five or six Yankees Red Sox that year. It was 2004, right? Yes. Yeah, won? it was four. Yeah. Um, and I remember, which I will never say again because I cursed us. Um, I said, Oh God, I hope they win at least one. Oh no. <laughs> 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 oh my God! Yeah. What are you doing? How because could you I ever so many do Red that? Red Sox would no. no. and I was like, God, I hope they win.
1: All right, it's on you.
0: It this is now. This is on you. I, I mean, that
1: like, that was one God. thing as a baseball fan that year. Would to watch that happen was yeah. it was extraordinary. Well, especially with the yeah. year before, went yeah.
0: with the Cubs and the Red Sox being five outs away yeah. from facing uh, each other, and and then yeah. you know. Yeah. So yeah, that was a yeah. surreal moment. Um,
2: which- I mean, I was—I ha- honestly, to God was happy for Red Sox fans. I just—it was the worst way possible, of course, slash the best way possible yes. for Boston. Yes, you know what I mean. I literally was like, "This isn't." I had no problem with him in '04. It <laughs> Dave was Roberts on the base pass, and now he's yes. the coach of the freaking Dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. I'll never get rid of Dave Ross. <laughs>
0: We're just going to take a brief break so that I can tell you how to get in touch with Anthony or me. You can follow us on Twitter at ClubhousePod. Visit our website, clubhousepodcast.com, for extensive links and information about some of the baseball moments we discussed on the show. There are also photos from our cross-country road trip for you to peruse at your leisure. We love hearing from our listeners and getting you involved with the discussion. So please email us at clubhousepodcast at gmail.com. Tell us about your favorite baseball stories, your favorite baseball films, why your team or ballpark is so special. Or honestly, just if you want to say hello. If you are a new listener to the Clubhouse podcast, welcome. For more great baseball conversations, take a look at our archives, like our chat with Emmy Award winning actor John Hamm. In this clip, John explains how much of a baseball nerd he is by recounting a day where he listened to the radio broadcast of a 30 year old ball game. I listened to almost the
1: whole game like I started listening to it and I was like I kind of got into it and I was like oh my god like this is crazy but you listen to it and there is it's such a different rhythm like it is so much (coughs) less wall-to-wall sound yeah other than the sound of the game you know of the crowd and of the things like that's kind of ambient it's not foxed out it's just very it's very pleasant and you could understand why like that was a lovely thing to do like it's relaxing it's fun and this is a very exciting game. And it, by the end of it, it, it ramps up, but it has—it's this, this really cool. It's—it's it's an interesting thing to do. I think if you—if you've got a spare three hours and you want to <laughs> listen to some old baseball.
0: And now back to our chat
1: with Aaron Foley. Yeah, who, who are your who are your villains in your in your fandom?
2: I have to say the Anaheim Angels are a real big villain. Really, randomly. Uh, well, they, there, you, was a, there was
1: a long time, they, if I remember correctly, they would come into Yankee Stadium and just pace the Yankees all the time. They killed even the Yankees. when they weren't great. Yeah, sure, they killed yeah. the
2: Yankees. Also, no offense, but uh, you go to that ballpark? It's terrible. Okay, you it's going, terrible. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> Rally monkeys, Disneyland, those stupid sticks. I hate. Fake I hate rocks. everything about it. I hate. I literally cannot stand the Angels. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> Stand them. I also what cannot about stand the I love Mike Trout. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I literally I go down, I'll take the train. Uh I mm-hmm. always, never I always go to Yankees, Angels, but maybe a couple times a season I'll take the train because it's so easy. You get off, it's right there. You literally walk into the stadium uh, to see Mike Trout play. Also, when I saw two years ago when Yankees played Angels, uh Jeter hit a home run, and that was his last year, mm. where I was just yeah. crying every day like a lunatic. Mm-hmm. Um and then the, the yeah, the, the Diamondbacks. I don't like the Diamondbacks because this the only other time I got into a fight in public, and I'm not a fighter, uh, was at the Burbank Airport <laughs> within Arizona. Diamondback, <laughs> he was so horrible. And I, I guess, again, I was wearing the hat.
1: Because of 01? Was it that the and reason? He
2: br- no, he brought up, um, he brought up, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he brought up the 01 and I was, and I literally looked at him and I was like, I said, dude, like, congrats i said i just yeah. jo- i don't really want to talk about it because that was like a really difficult year for obviously yeah. obvious reasons <laughs> yeah. i was on 18th or so like whatever and he wouldn't let it go and i i had to be restrained by my girlfriend dragged onto the plane and i just lost i lost mm. my mind and mm. i screamed out <laughs> She just like hi am diamond baxter you're Colors are purple and teal! <laughs> it wasn't one You're of my not final wrong. moments. You're not wrong. I'm being dragged on a plane by my girlfriend screaming out, your colors are purple and teal. You have a pool, a hot tub in your center field. like Because sc- I just, I hated yeah. them so much. I don't like the diamond.
1: They have terrible uniforms again. Terrible. They have like 14 different kinds of uniforms and they're all awful. Yeah. Just, yeah.
2: yeah. It's, I, and I don't yeah. like the Ford and Marlins either their stadium is terrible swordfish and they're like i just like just their stadium is
1: terrible too
2: stadium is terrible have you been yes to the new one no no no, not to the new one so the the new one
0: is is i heard
2: it was worse than the old oh yeah
0: i've i've for whatever Reason I have been to that ballpark now. I think the number is nineteen times. What I know it's it it just opened a couple years ago, and I've been there nineteen how? times. I don't. I just keep going back. I keep being in Miami, and I'm a, okay. An addict, and so I just if there's a baseball stadium around me, I'm gonna go. Is that
2: your job? Is that your, your job a professional? Baseball yeah, I work fan? in baseball.
0: So, oh, okay. Yeah. So I kind so I was of just say
2: because uh, how do you get so much time off?
0: Yeah. 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 So I I kind yeah. of travel the country going to ball games, and and it it. <laughs> The color scheme is like, offensively neon green, and it hurts oh the God. eyes. The
1: green of the seats, and then against the green of the of the of the grass, it's like it's a it's like it looks like a, somebody's nightmare. The
0: food, hold on, the it's, food is tremendous. The food, I, yeah. I I eat a different meal every time I go there, and the food genuinely is among the best in all oh, baseball. So I will say that this whole Latin American gala, g- yeah, g- you know, like um,
2: all right, well that's you know. good. so they
0: got great food, but. The 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 one the most wonderful parts of of the ballpark is the Clevelander. Do you know much about the Clevelander? Yeah, And the Clevelander is stepping back in time to the nineteen twenties while also being a nineteen eighties coke filled music video. It is a nightclub uh, beyond the uh, left field fences, and there's a pool there as well, and topless Pools. dancing girls. No. And uh, cigarette and cigar girls walking around with cigarettes and cigars with the little like flappers outfits basically going around. And I mean, a DJ and all this stuff at, You know, for every game. And it's just... And it, it's by the visiting bullpen. And it's, so <laughs> it's right by the visiting bullpen. No, here's the best. It's by the visiting bullpen That's and there's amazing. plexiglass there. So the first time I went there, I was like, Ugh, this is so tacky and so Miami and so stupid. Uh, they actually happened to be playing the Tigers at the time. And Joaquin Benoit was our closer. This was years ago. And the Tigers were winning two to one. And he is warming up in the bullpen, and the dancing girls are feet away from him, and there's plexiglass. Every time he throws a warm-up pitch, he turns around, and he looks at the dancing girls. And he subsequently enters the game and gives up the lead, and the Marlins win. <laughs> so I was like, you know what, Miami? I hate you, and that's awful, and oh it's terrible, God, and tacky, but the
2: greatest story. good for
0: you. I mean, I guess you know what you're doing. Good placement of... <laughs>
2: I can't. That's what. That's why it makes me hate it so much. It's like just put. I oh, can I ask you guys this? Please. How do you feel about the? Because it drives me. I talk about it too much. Mm-hmm. I trap people when I talk about it too much <laughs> um, at uh, random parties. Uh, uh, how do you feel about the uh, the the whatever you call it? The field measurements being different in every ballpark. The
1: uh, the fences. The
2: fences.
0: I I like yeah, it. You I don't mean, like it? It drives me insane. <laughs> oh my
2: god! Really?
0: Like I I'm get curious both sides why. of the
2: argument, but
0: I, I want to hear you. I've never heard your side of the argument. Actually, I've never heard anybody have a problem with it.
2: I I I have like it like a anal math brain, <laughs> and I'm like I don't understand how someone's like like City Field a couple years ago. They're like, home runs are aren't working out. We're gonna move the fences. Like, how? Like how? Oh, I, you're a I ballpark, I though. Just, I know it's like Yankees is great for left-hand pitchers. We've got a short porch. And I'm like,
1: It's for Babe Ruth. Just, they it built feels, it for Babe. They it built it for so home runs.
2: It's to me. Like, it feels like. But there are
0: minimums, right? It has to be a certain uh, 315, minimum. I want to say, is the Down shortest. The yeah, is the shortest that it can be. Um, but.
2: It just y- feels like it's like this willy-nilly. But see, but. We'll move it in. We'll move it out. We'll make it rectangle. We'll put, like, you're just like, I don't. It. But I, I don't think it want affects- it to change, but it just is so interesting to me. But
0: you're just focusing on the offensive side of the ball, though. So let's say the Mets say, all right, we're going to move the fences in. Well, that's now going to affect their pitching staff as well, because now the pitching staff has got to deal with fences that are moved a little well, bit sure, in. Well, sure, little- but it, it so affects I, I,
2: the whole game. I just, right. like, baseball is, it's just ironic, because baseball, down to the t, yeah. is, I mean, you score a game. Everything is so nerdy. It's like feet and inches and and all the sayings and all this, but then it's like, that box 425. That one's 370 inches. Well, you know, it's back so in the day, long,
0: long, 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 long ago in the early 1900s, late 1800s, first of all, they didn't have fences. They just, it would just open. And so there weren't really outside of the park home runs. There were just a lot of inside the park home runs because the ball would just keep rolling. You had to go and get it. And then actually at Wrigley Field, it, I believe it was like the very early 1900s, they had quote-unquote fences, but fans would hold them out there, and when I mean, the home amazing. team was out, they would move them in, <laughs> they would, and they so would run awesome. in and out. So I mean, there, it's from the beginning of baseball, <laughs> yeah, there are these yeah. weird, yeah. you know, uh, uh, just the fences were always kind of this nebulous yeah. I don't know what is happening thing because the diamond is all the same the 90 feet between the bases 60 feet 6 inches between you know because that would be strange if it was like this ballpark yeah. the pitcher's mound is 30 feet I from I think it's so the,
2: strange but, I still get I still I can't get my head around how there's different measurements because no I think ball it
0: does park. affect the strategy I think it does affect and it affects the type of players you're going to go and, it and bring, it's going
2: to altitude of course yes. Field. like well, that's it's I lo- so crazy I
0: love when they talk about Mexico City having a ball club it will never Happen yeah. aside from the financial aspect and all that stuff, it's five thousand. It's 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 higher. It's like five thousand feet more higher yeah. than sea level than Coors Field, where a bunt will be a home run in Mexico City. So that's how
2: high the walls gonna be. Can we get a plane <laughs> over the wall? There's so many different factors. But like I guess it's just like it's odd to me because. Baseball, more than any other sport, is statistics, you know? Sure. And people just, they have hour, day-long conversations over... Statistics and yet, but there's a, one of the
1: statistics. There's park
2: factor. Yeah,
1: a new one. Yeah, now yeah. now with sabermetrics. It's and also whatnot. like at Wrigley, for instance. I know this. You know, I know it intimately. The wind blowing in or out can yeah. absolutely profoundly yeah. well, alter also the, the, the game. time of
0: year as yeah. well. I mean, That's as true. as the the, yeah. the summer gets, you know, as, as it gets hotter, you know, balls start flying a little bit better, and so there I is. I just still
2: can't get my head around. <laughs> can't get my head around that there are different measurements. Yeah. I'll never be like I get. You know, it falls into like the romance of baseball, sure. but I. I feel like everyone should have the same (laughs) dimensions. It just drives me... It drives me insane. And I know I'm probably the only one on this side of the argument, but I'm like...
0: I I like it, though. It's hard
2: to get my head around different feet.
0: So what about, like, foul territory? Do you like the fact that some ballparks have zero foul territory and some have a hundred yards of foul territory or or is that something like, is it just about the numbers for you or is it about the way it looks Do you want uniformity no it's, want... About it's about
2: the numbers okay it's about like yeah i have a very like linear like another thing is is the <laughs> is the uh the the pitching you know the warm up it's only in what like a couple the bullpen, the where, the bullpen where it's along the, yeah, on the, the products, side yeah. yeah i just like, I obsess over that, too, because I just think if you're, like, a pitcher, right, and you're, like, struggling, and you look over and you're like, oh, God, there's Bob, right? Like, just like it must be so demoralizing. Like, I think about it, I'm like, oh, God, this poor guy. I never thought Pearity. about that. Purity is like, oh, go. this is loaded. And then it's like, oh, Paul's taking my job. You know, I just feel like, oh, it's better to keep – plus, I would – if I'm a third baseman or a first baseman, and here comes a foul ball, and yeah. the guy's like tripping over the mound. Oh yeah, it's so like.
0: So you didn't like Towels Hill in Houston, the 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 hill in center field that no. it's gone now, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh my
2: god, I forgot about that. And the that. flagpole, yeah. I, and
0: the flagpole that's yeah. in place. See, I
2: Just, yeah, I get, yeah. I
0: love weird, quirky, ludicrous yeah. things like that. I like the fact that the old Yankee Stadium, the monuments were in center field. You know, there was no Monument I hate Park. The New
2: Yankee Stadium.
0: I'd like I to can't hear before that. we say anything. It's I'd like nice. to hear your. It's too nice. (laughs) It's too nice.
2: I just, you know, another thing is like old Yankee Stadium. First of all, there was nothing wrong with the stadium. No. Second of all, now, like the the Bronx craziness was you were right on the plate. You Mm -hmm. know, you were right on those lines. And now there's so much space between the backdrop, Mm -hmm. the whatever, catcher backdrop, that it just feels like you're like, and then when the TV's on, it's just like rich white people in chaise lounges or mm-hmm. like the or most empty. comfortable or, or empty. empty. And you're just like, this isn't, yankee crazy baseball
0: it's it's, it's i always terrible. say it feels like going to your grandma's house where you don't want to touch anything because everything yeah. is like under cellophane or whatever you don't want to it's everything is so pristine and nice yeah. or whatnot that you just don't want it's to terrible. smudge anything up it's
2: like the garden i'd go i'd go to like uh you know yankee stadium in the garden and your feet would stick to the floor and it was yeah. like the greatest thing ever
0: when you could feel an old yankee stadium you could feel the four train rumbling by you could hear it. you could feel it you could you know it, just, it was yeah. there was there it's it's Yeah, it,
2: it took it just took all that away for for and now everyone's like, you know, I can't afford to go and. I mean, you know, not to sound like in my day, but like, you know, I I would get I could get an $11 bleacher ticket in 96, 97, yeah. you know, I could you could go day of very easily. You still I mean, that's a great thing about baseball, you can always go day of.
0: Yeah, but you're not going to get your it's the yeah.
2: seat, you know, like
0: Look, I I I've, I've maintained this for, I'm I'm a 33-year-old man right now, and ever since I was uh, you know, 18, 19, my entire adult life, any city that I've lived in, I lived in DC before the Nationals came to town. I bought season tickets to the Orioles when I was in college and would take a train 45 minutes each way to go to Orioles games, you know, all the time I was able to afford, I got seats in second row in left field. You know, and to yeah. be fair, the Orioles were terrible during that. There's like the Miguel Tejada years, and they just weren't good. Yeah, but still, I was able as an 18 year old college kid working a job, I was able to afford season tickets. Yeah, I had season ticket to the Tigers. I had season tickets to all these different places. The fact that I've been living in a city now for 10 years, I have lived in New York for for 10 years, and I've never had season tickets to either the Yankees or the Mets because it's just they've it's. I can't financially justify it to myself because it's it is crazy. just, unless I want to sit in section 500, yeah. you know, yeah. which I, I'm too spoiled now. I can't do that. Yeah. It's, it's, I can't afford it. I, and it's, it's absolutely obnoxious to me how expensive, and it's not just Yankee Stadium. I mean, it's across the board. A lot of teams across the country are, are expensive, but I come to game. But
2: that's the worst because. Oh no. I've, I've been to, the good thing about standup is like you get to, I've yeah. only, I mean, I have, I've probably been to like maybe 17 or 18. That's really good. That's
1: a lot. Yeah. yeah.
2: I just try to like, I don't even like research the comedy club. I just figure out what team is playing. I love it. And like Seattle I got to last oh, year. Isn't it because, beautiful? Oh, my God. Love Seattle. I had I had a, like a club Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and, and marriage playing one o'clock on Sunday. I'm like, oh, my God. Perfect. So I, I stayed. And um I could still get a, an affordable seat. Yeah. I was in Texas working this summer, and um I got a a really good seat at the Texas in Arlington for like 40 bucks.
0: Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? No, so,
2: it's du- No, it's absolutely yeah, doable. There yeah. are
0: definitely ballparks that you can get. And I mean, look, even uh, Dodger stadium, I'll come to Dodger stadium and it's a little bit more expensive. You might be yeah. paying 80 bucks, 90 bucks. You can still sit behind home plate. Oh, you're yeah. not in like the quote unquote celebrity section, like yeah. right behind home plate, but yeah. the one right behind it where you're maybe, you know, 12 rows back, which is not bad for 80, yeah. 90 bucks, which isn't great, but it's not, I mean, at Yankee stadium, that's, Three hundred dollars, oh, four hundred dollars, so and it's just—it's—it's it's absolutely. We've talked about this on the podcast, but my idea—I've stolen it from Broadway—is the I desperately want all those because they're all corporate seats behind home plate. There, yeah, those are all corporate seats, and half the time they're never filled. Why don't they do some sort of lottery system where day of game, you know, by noon that you're not going to use those tickets. That's a great so idea. all those tickets go to all the public high schools in New York. Oh my God, you put it awesome. into a thing and you say, all right, for all the public high schools, you're going to get two tickets or whatever, a couple of kids. So that night you'll get two high school age kids to go sit in those seats. A, you're going to make new fans because the way you make new fans to have kids come to the ballpark and actually be able to see. Yeah. it's it. Look, baseball is a TV show. When you're watching it on television, you don't want to see empty seats there. Like it's just it's seeing it full makes yeah. the, the presentation look a little bit better. So just aesthetically, it's going to look better. And you'll get great PR for your company, like your your company. Yeah. Like, hey, look, we care about kids for a second, even if you don't.
2: And they'll want like the, the worst is going to a game. And seeing people in really good seats that come late and leave early, because yep. yeah. you just automatically hate them.
0: Or they spend the entire time because yeah. all these ballparks now in their diamond clubs or whatever have yeah. restaurants underneath the stadium that you can go to oh, and that you can yeah. and so basically people literally will just come to go to the restaurant yeah. and eat and watch the game on TV and inside. Yeah. Like what are you? Why what, yeah. what madness is this?
2: I almost I, I didn't obviously say anything, but the only I could never uh, afford a Yankee playoff game. And, uh, cause I was, you know, doing stand up and waiting tables. I had like yeah. a dollar and, uh, and the, the only game I went to was the Aaron Boone game because a friend of mine's dad, uh, came in for the game. They realized they had game seven tickets to game <gasps> six and he couldn't go to the next day. And I got a call at like the last second wow. and I went to the game and I was sitting in a section, um, of like, pennsylvania steel people i don't know why it was like his dad's whatever so it was like all these big dudes right myself third inning a like the whitest family in america took a train in because he had like corporate whatever third inning and they left it like eighth (sighs) inning oh yeah of the game seven and i thought like that's the that's the that is, I hated that. <laughs> yes. I literally was like, I, they have taken all my seats for the last like, seven years <laughs> and they didn't care. Like they didn't care. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, I was lucky to be there cause it was the greatest thing ever. Uh, and that's like the greatest thing about going to a game is like, there's always stories yes. around you uh, and you meet people so easily and. It's uh, it's the best, it's the best for Do you sure. like to go
1: by yourself sometimes, do you
2: care? I, or, yeah. Oh yeah, no, I'll yeah. go, I always go by myself. I mean, yeah. if I, you know what I mean, especially when I'm traveling. Yeah. The Chicago, the first, I only been to Wrigley Field one time and I've never been to Detroit, I, I, I gotta go. I have just, I guess I just haven't been in that area. But um, the one time I got to Wrigley Field, I was doing a comedy festival in Chicago and uh, they happened to be playing during the day because a lot of times they play at night when I'm doing shows, so it's yeah. such a bummer um and i constantly we'd be missing the cubs every time i went to chicago and then i and and i was like okay i'm going and it was me the w- woman organized <laughs> i went on stubhub because i was like i'm not going to i'm i'm not and i bought a couple tickets and uh it was me and um uh ben gleeb and uh someone else um And it was so funny because I was like, guys, are you, I barely knew them, but I was like, I was like, I'll go by myself. They're like, no, 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 we're going to go. And so we went and it was, this is probably like, I guess, seven, eight years ago. And they were playing, uh, I think they were playing, I think they were playing, um, I don't know who they're playing. I can't remember. I think it was the Angels. Um, (laughs) The Terrible Because I would just remember (laughs) like hating the team. And we were in like kind of nosebleeds, um, but the Cubs were getting killed. So everyone left. Uh, and I got down to like second row Wrigley field for seventh, eighth, and ninth inning. And it was awesome. It was so great. That's so the Ivy was out. The Ivy was out. I felt like I finally got to, and now I got to see it. I got to see it in like full splendor. Uh, it was pretty, it was pretty awesome.
0: So what are the ballparks that you haven't been to right now that you really want to go to?
2: Well, Detroit, I'd put I put up there. As much as I hate it's the Cardinals, nice. I've, you know, nostal- you know, just baseball reasons. I like to go to St. Louis, see that stage. You hate the Cardinals? Uh, no, I don't hate them. I just don't like them. <laughs> I don't like But you know what I mean? Hate is a strong word. I just never like the Cardinals. I Isn't Michael never... Moore doing
0: some sort of comedy festival in Flint or Traverse yeah, City or somewhere? Yeah, I can't yeah. remember. So yeah. So you gotta I'll, just...
2: I'll, I'll get to it one day. Um, <laughs> it's, it's nice. It's good. Yeah. So, you know, plus I was, I had, I love Magnum PI, so I always had a soft spot for the Detroit Tigers. It's so embarrassing. Anyway, uh, we used to time, like, try to time, like, remember at the very end of, he'd go like this, <laughs> and my sisters and I used to sit around the TV and go, try to time our eyebrows with Tom Selleck. Anyway, uh, that probably shouldn't have been said out loud. Um, I'm trying to think of the the teams. Uh, I'm I guess those were probably, like, well, I like to see the White Sox. I've never, you know, went to Chicago. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, Gu-
1: uh, guaranteed great field. Guaranteed great field. No. Yeah, uh, it's Comiskey. It's always. Have Comiskey. you you been to Camden?
2: Been to Camden. Oh God, heaven. I went to college in Pennsylvania, and uh, there were so many uh, Baltimore people that went. So I got to see Ripken play. Oh wow, oh, that yeah. was pretty. Yeah. Camden Yards is so beautiful. It's great. It's great. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to. I'm trying You've to been think.
1: In of like, PNC,
0: PNC, PNC, Yeah.
2: Uh, no, it's PNC, PNC, is PNC I haven't it and it's right it's on the water it and is gorgeous. I've performed twice and it's been like in the winter and it looks like <laughs> such an awesome ballpark because oh, no, I've kind so. of stalked it from the outside. The
0: most beautiful ballpark in America.
2: I love when ballparks are accessible right in the heart of the city. Um,
0: at and I'm assuming you've been to. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Tons yeah. of times.
2: I've been to all California, see, all kind of West Coast, Texas I got to this summer. I missed Houston Houston's by right. like a day. Had um, you, had,
0: have you been to Turner. Been to Turner. Oh, the all fact right.
2: that they're moving it into Just the Boondocks Christ. is terrible. terrible. The Cobb
0: County Braves—that uh, was mean, th- that was the most racially diverse ballpark that I've been to by a country mile. I saw more <laughs> non-white faces in the lower bowl than any other ballpark, and yeah. that's all going to go away. Just terrible, The Cobb County. There, it's all going to go away because there's no yeah. way for the, There's no shuttles. There's no nothing to get the people from the city into the yeah. suburbs. It's it. I'm.
2: I went to see. <sighs> I was opening for Jeff Garland. Oh, have nice. you have you ever met Jeff? He's like a, He's a
0: Crazy Cubs fan, right? He's an
2: insane Cubs fan. And uh I opened for him and we went to see Braves Cubs. They just happened to be playing that. And a bunch of Cubs came to the show. Oh, cool. And it was like the greatest <laughs> thing ever. You know, because they're like buddies of Jeff, but I was like <laughs> and uh I not I can't remember this guy's name. He was he played for the Mets. Um, one of my best friends, uh, is a stand-up comic in New York and she's like an obsessed Mets fan. I've never met anyone that loved the, loved the Mets more in, in my entire life. She has never missed a gate. Like she's crazy, um, in a great way. And he used to play for the Mets. And of course we had like 800 beers and, um, Cause it was Ryan Dempster was there, sure, yeah. but it was someone else who was a relief pitcher. And I got, I called Poppy and I made him talk to her because I was like, and Poppy was like, that's the greatest phone call in
1: my life.
2: God, I can't it's remember great. who it was. She would remember. But uh, yeah, so that was, that was such a cool experience. Like when people are like, oh, do you know celebrities? I'm like, I know. I just want to meet baseball
1: players. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
2: Yeah. I mean, if I, the day I meet, I get to play cash with Derek Jeter will be like the greatest day of my life. It's gonna happen. I'm gonna stalk him, in his like one of his Florida mansions. I so that a- he's
1: he's your he's your guy. He's, your he's guy? my guy. Yeah.
2: He's my guy. I flew back to New York to see um, see him play a couple times in uh, what was his last year? 14, 15. No, 14, I guess. Um, and the la- the last game I knew I would get to see him play was was Rangers Yankees, and I was so distraught that I, I'm a vegetarian. I ate a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I couldn't even function as a human it was delicious That's actually funny. i had a couple of beers had a hot dog and the game ended it was like a july game and i started crying and i was leaving the ballpark and this guy's like it's okay we'll get him next time <laughs> and i was like oh my god this guy thinks i'm crying because we lost to the rangers <laughs> in july That's funny. <laughs> yeah it was like one of my favorite. yeah i just was like so I'm from
0: Kalamazoo, Michigan. Uh, he, he uh, was a couple years ahead of me at my rival high school and he uh, in some sports illustrated piece, he said his greatest, after all the world series wins, he said his greatest sports accomplishment in his life was beating my high school in basketball, no his way. senior year or whatever. And I was like, yeah, oh
2: my God. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I feel, you know, you just, you know, as a, as a baseball fan. When you get to see, like, even just like, you know, going to Anaheim, you see Mike Trout, like, you know what I mean? Oh, but, yeah, you're seeing But greatness. to see the entire, his entire career, yeah. even yeah. when he got called up in 95, I was I was living out, uh, it was the, right before I moved to New York. I remember him com- coming off the bench and losing to the Mariners. And then 96 was the first year. And I specifically took the four train, because that's the first time you come out of the four train, you see the yeah. stadium tears and my sister was like get it together it's <laughs> embarrassing i was like this is a part like so to see you know yeah. what i mean it's like you just feel like you know
0: you feel no, like you know I, the person I, I, sure i hated him my his entire career i hated him with a fiery They're passion a
2: terrible human
0: well because everyone's like oh you're from kalamazoo you must love Derek jeter and it's like no i don't i hate him he's a yankee and he's a horrible <laughs> terrible person and i hope that whatever but then in 2012 when uh tigers yankees were uh in the AL. DS maybe it was, I think. And uh, he went down with the injury. And he he went down and, and sh- did something to his leg or something like that. Yeah, his ankle, yeah. Yeah, his ankle. And I, in that moment, I don't know what happened, but there was this weird clarity where I was like, I don't want to beat the Yankees without Derek Jeter. No, wait, oh no, this is not. And I don't know what happened, but I just switched on him in a millisecond. I was like, oh man, shoot, I think I like Derek Jeter now. I think I... I <laughs> I think I, I respect this idiot, and, and it's kind of bumming me out now that now I have to go back on my decades of hating this this person, and he's he is good for baseball, and baseball is going to miss yeah. him when he is gone, yeah. and he I know everyone gets mad because ESPN and the network and everyone kind of went on and on about Jeter and how great he is, and yes, he may not be one of the top five Yankees of all time, statistically speaking. I, I get that, but what he meant to that city, and, and especially coming out of the decades, or not decades, yeah. but a, a while, at least, you know, a decade of futility. And and, and, and he really was the guy that, that him and Bernie and, and Jorge and all well, those he's guys. he's just but super
2: feel good. You know what I mean? It, everyone. He's uh, five rings,
0: right? He's yeah, five, five rings, yeah. 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 And yeah. a guy that, once again, living in New York.
2: He just did everything right. Yes, you know, it's no like scandals. has got horrible stories and, he just was such a good role model. Yeah. And yeah I mean, and the fact... He's easy to, easy to cheer for. Yes. Know? And of yeah. course,
0: when you juxtapose him with the wonderful A-Rod, they, it's just like they couldn't have scripted that any better with those two being in the same yeah. side of the infield and be like, this is how you're supposed to act versus, you know, you've got one guy who's dated... Every single supermodel and actress in the history of the world, yet you never really see him in the tabloids. And the other guy who's dating Madonna and whatever, and you
1: see him in every tabloid. And it's just, He's, it's. Well, d- Jeter makes people sign non disclosure agreements when yeah, they come over to his apartment. With gift baskets. Yeah, after yeah, all baskets. kinds yeah. of really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeter. I would too. And then yeah, you
0: got. Yeah. No, actually, I, I will say the, the. Him making everybody put the cell phones in a basket at his front door, there's a basket, and everyone has to drop their cell phones in that basket. No one's allowed any cell phones inside the apartment. That's probably the smartest thing he's like any celebrity should do. Oh my
2: god! Yeah, it's... I make all my ladies drop their cell phones they come in my apartment. I'm like, listen, take your Motorola and put it in my bag. Uh, but yeah, no, he's it who's puts the who... Motorola
1: in the basket? <laughs> or <hit> the hose. <laughs>
2: who's your who's your favorite cubby?
1: I think Rizzo. Yeah, um but I mean, it's right now. It's a great it really is a great mixture of people yeah um i mean i this is weird i i've i loved i've loved jake for the like when he came over he was so under the radar but oh he was god. like and yeah. i've gotten to see him pitch live many times and awesome. it's thrilling but he did tweet a really weird tweet after the election that made that bummed me
2: out oh no yeah. god yeah. don't you hate it when you get to know him yeah. personally and yeah. they kill you yeah. <laughs> Which surprised me because yeah. he's like,
1: seem he's like really smart and articulate and like, like that's the other thing for, he's such a beast, like yeah. physically, but he's also like really thoughtful about pitching. Like he's yeah. really, yeah. he's, and he's, you know, he has two no hitters and he's so consistent. He's in such a competitor. And brim. Yeah. Like all that stuff. Yeah. And, 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 and I've seen him pitch a you lot, know, all that. Yeah. He's like mesmerizing. And yet then this happens. So I'm a little like, eh, I don't know how, quite how to feel about that aspect you know you
2: just you just want them it's like when uh i'm sure there's a baseball example but this is the first example that came to my head after uh giants beat the patriots with the um david tyree football the catch the helmet catch Mm -hmm. um you know it's like i loved him forever i was like oh you know he's my receiver and then the helmet catch and all this stuff and then like two months later it's like gays are an abomination game there and you're just like (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> one oh, <laughs> oh, that's yeah, yeah.
2: daniel murphy i don't want to know i don't want to know daniel murphy you're just like oh i don't, I don't you know like both Hunter, kb K,
1: K, chris bryant and rizzo as far as i know there's nothing that they're doing that's skeevy or weird like yeah. they're you know yeah rizzo is so like his his found he has a foundation that he's because of you know he's a yeah. cancer survivor like he is constantly in the public eye anyway supporting you know, well, charitable yeah. stuff. He's he doesn't ever do anything. You know that seems weird. So yeah. I, you know, they seem like they're good guys, spirited guys. You well, know. Look, it's tough. Yeah. You yeah. Know, the bottom so. line is they're they're all people.
0: You know, it's it's tough because we want to keep them on these pedestals. We want them to be these wonderful bastions of loveliness and perfectness and whatnot. But they are just folks who have grown up in different scenarios yeah. and, and have different views and whatnot like for for
2: it is so crushing though it, no but when, what you were saying earlier about no, no no to get crushed by someone i can't you
0: love. <laughs> yes. i i cannot for, for like tory hunter for me was the big one where Tori, everyone talks about tory hunter is this lovable smiley awesome wonderful dude and he is another one who's very much anti-gay marriage and anti and, and to me it's just like I can't I can't reconcile that yeah either but then on the other side we were talking earlier about Miggy and how how can anybody hate Miggy and I'm sure there's someone listening to this that was thinking this back then so I will I will voice your opinion now uh, anonymous listener Miggy did have some some issues with alcohol abuse and he had some domestic violence issues with his uh wife at the time where Ooh. he got drunk and uh, there was just there was an incident during spring training. This happened years ago in 2010, 2011 or something like that. But then he got sober and since getting sober, he has been just uh, he has become the Miggy that we all know and love and he is definitely uh when when the Tigers won the pennant in 2012 they, uh, him, and Jim Leland went into Leland's office while everybody celebrated with champagne in the locker room. Leland and Miggy sat in the office alone, basically celebrating together without anything. And since then, he's been just unbelievably, you know, straight laced and whatnot. And yeah. so for me, it's just it's, you know, the Josh Hamilton situation, uh, yeah. or, or or even with Cece. Like for uh, so I'm uh, I'm sober. I'm seven years sober myself, and so I tend to connect with oh, well, folks sure. who, who yeah. are that yeah. And so I tend to it, it's tough for me to judge people based on their worst moments because I've had a laundry list of worst moments that that, you know, I would not yeah. like to be judged by. So it, it, that's why it, it, it's weird. But with the gay marriage stuff, you, you I, I I agree with that completely because that's not a mistake that you made. That's not something yeah. that that's a way of of life that you believe is wrong. And it's just and like just
1: taking a public position on it. You know, yes, like, yeah, it's like
2: when you don't have to yes you know what i mean like just keep it keep it to yourself
0: <laughs> yes no i agree yeah. with that 100 percent. that's well like with what, so how do you feel about like a guy like chapman N-
2: nothing good yeah. i i mean you know it's and i'm never like one and done I, i'm one and done if you're dragging your wife through you yes. know what i mean like you know what i mean like but obviously i don't know i don't know what happens but like As a sports fan, it's like twofold. One, you know, as a woman, you're like, okay, you're a giant pig. Why would I ever cheer for you? I don't want you on my team, right? Right. And and, and it's like, oh, then there's like layers of it. It's like, oh we don't know what happened with the wife. Then shooting the three shots in the garage. I literally was like, I I just, and then also it's like, we (laughs) didn't need a reliever. We needed started pitching anyway. uh, So that was uh, (laughs) just uh, close to uh, one being the domestic violence issue. And then two, (laughs) we had had Andrew Miller Uh, and I had him on my fantasy team and I lost points. Anyway, so that was another factor. Uh, But yeah, you just don't, You just don't, I don't want A-Rod. I don't want you. You know what I mean? It's like you, it's already, it's doubly worse because no one likes your team. And then you're like, A-Rod. Like when we, when he finally left, it was like the weight of the world. You know what I mean? You're like, at least we don't have to justify that. (laughs) But I'm also like, there's two sides to every story. I I don't like burn a person for a mistake. It's just also really hard to cheer for someone that you know, You know what I mean? Like, it's complicated. Ultimately it's complicated. It's it's super complicated. Also with domestic violence is like, if you hear about it, it's probably not the first time. It probably might not be the last time. And as a woman you immediately go to, I can't stand you. You're a giant pig. Yeah. Yeah. And when they're on your team, you're like, Oh my God. With Maggie for
0: me, the thing like for Maggie, luckily it wasn't violent. It was just, he just screamed and yelled at her through a door basically. And just got kind of aggressive and whatnot. So there was no gun shooting. There was no physical beating up. It was just, he got drunk and got, you know, angry. That unfortunately happens, and now luckily he's been sober for the last yeah. you know X amount of years. By the time you listen to this, and and you know it's it's uh, I'm a big fan of forgiving, but also he showed contrition. The thing with Chapman, the thing totally. with with yeah. Jose Reyes, yeah. the thing with all these guys, I haven't really seen a lot of contrition. No, yeah, that's, that's the thing yeah, that yeah, that's why I don't. Sure. That's why I haven't forgiven them. Ryan Braun, I'll never. I mean, Ryan Braun is probably my most hated he's, ball player because of, uh, and we've talked about it, but. <laughs> I can't say He is. because well, the fact that he went to anti Semitism right away is what drives me up a wall because yeah. anti Semitism exists, racism exists, sexism exists, misogyny exists. And when you pretend or you fake it and you lie about yeah. it, that's what gives the other side their seed. They're just making it up again. There it doesn't really happen. It's yeah. 2016. There's no racism anymore. It's, oh. it's 17
1: now. It's 17 now. Oh, goodness. It's 17. 2017. It is 2017. How about prime
0: the. Number, uh, prime number.
2: Prime number. Prime Number, everything's gonna be fine. Uh, the how about uh, oh god, what's his face? The um, the Maguire and the uh,
1: Sammy Sosa, Sammy
2: Sosa. So then you're like, oh, gross steroids, but then I always think Sammy Sosa, it's not funny. I just laugh because I'm always just like, after all that, and he's like, then I'm gonna cork my back. I know, I know. <laughs> what? I know, like I'm always like, I know, then he had a really inglorious
1: ending too where he like left the clubhouse early during a game which he is was just like, a weird dude there was yeah. stuff going I literally on was like, you know yeah. wasn't
2: the roids and not There like, was also like yeah.
1: like him and barry bonds too they both were like sleek yeah speed speedy with a little bit of pop but like yeah incre- great really good baseball players and then they just went they yeah. just blew up into well Popeye, that was i mean yeah that was a cartoon know, character like, era yeah.
0: of baseball which which i was a kid when all that was happening and yeah. it just it I, I remember as a kid not knowing enough about Steroids or whatnot, and I remember mocking the quote-unquote old timers that I would meet. Where I'd be, like, I would watch old games on like from the seventies and the eighties, you know, on VHS or ESPN Classic, or whatever. And they were sort of like dumpy looking. Yeah, and I'd look and I was like, "Your guys Lumbering are all yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, look, your generation of ball players. Look, they're not athletes. My generation, these guys, they're the real athletes. And then yeah. I'm like, "Oh no, Those my guys books. are the robot out the yeah. yeah robots and the cartoon characters and the just roided out freaks."
2: Can I ask you guys, what were your favorite, you probably just discussed this, but like real quick, what what were your your favorite ballparks or or is there one that, a couple that were unexpected that you loved?
1: I didn't know that Safeco would be as beautiful as it was. I had no idea. I mean, I didn't really have any awareness of it because I don't really watch too many Mariners games. Yeah. yeah. That was a really wonderful surprise. And
2: the craft beers. Yeah. Mm.
1: That that Yeah. That was one of my nice surprises. I mean... Uh, my favorites are PNC, Camden, Wrigley is its own thing, yeah. Fenway. The, the, they're sort of like separate categories to me because yeah. the, there's so yeah. much to them yeah. beyond simply You're the right, ball, yeah. you know. um, But yeah. of the modern parks, it would be, yeah, Safeco, PNC, and Camden, I think. Are, yeah, they're the if we'll go parks. surprising for me, Kansas City surprised me because
0: of, for me, Kansas City, if you've got kids under the age of 10, Kansas City is the best ballpark in the world to go to because they have just so much... Look, we're all the three of us here, I would imagine are the three that are going to be sitting for 9 innings and not getting out of our seats and we're going to watch every single oh, pitch. Oh yeah,
2: and also no talking. Yeah, we don't g- care if you're I brought you to the game. <laughs> there'll be no talking.
0: <laughs> so we're 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 obsessive about the yeah. game itself. Um but I'm fully aware that 160 or at least 81 times a year, it's going to be tough to fill 40,000 seat stadium with people like ourselves. So sometimes you do need to add a couple of amenities for the folks that maybe don't want to sit through a three hour game completely. Or if there's a rain delay, Anthony and I were at a game in Kansas City with I think it was like a five and a half hour rain delay. Oh wow! And it's a great place. It wasn't that long, dude? It was. <laughs> it was, it, was, it absolutely
1: was. He's, he speaks in very
0: literal no, terms. No, no, no. Never
1: any hyperbole or Hold exaggeration. Hold on, wait a ever. second.
0: <laughs> it was. It was honestly gone. Like I'll go back and check my in stats. it was the game because we had to go to the all-star game a couple days later and we were okay, stressing out about driving to cincinnati whatever i'm right you're wrong it was maybe like fine maybe like four hours or whatever <laughs> but it was it's already,
2: here you dropped in I know. I know, like, do i hear too it was
0: <laughs> it was a really really long time it was a really long time where we considered leaving the game because we had to drive to cincinnati but whatever <laughs> uh <laughs> 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 but in Kansas City, they have like fountains to play in and they've got mini golf and they've got this amazing Hall of Fame. Wait for it, Anthony. I'll say it in a second. But a guy dresses in an old timey baseball gear and teaches you all about the Negro Leagues. You can explain why. The, the, remember the Kansas City Museum, why it maybe yeah, the wasn't the Kansas great? City Hall
1: of Fame Museum is like, the Kansas City Royals are the best team in all of history of everything. <laughs> it's like everything is like so so super hyper, oh, you know, wow. in terms of that. They yeah. are
0: very... And they're very appreciative of their owner. But like, there's... Yeah. I
2: mean, what else is going on in Kansas City? Well, you know, <laughs> nah. Kansas City. Well, you
0: know, they got a great Negro League museum right down the street yeah, there. So, like, cool. Kansas City surprised me. Yeah. Um, honestly... What I tell people there is legitimately a reason to go to all thirty ballparks. There is God, something yeah. special and unique about all thirty, even the bad ones. Yeah. Um the Coliseum in Oakland is, I think, objectively the worst Ooh. baseball stadium. It is. It's it is. I mean it's a football stadium. It's, tough. it's concrete, yeah. it's it's cold, it's, falling it's apart. no matter where you sit, you're a hundred yards away from the field. Like you can sit behind on plate. Yeah. And you feel, I mean Yankee Stadium's got nothing on how far you feel at in Oakland. Yeah. And but without a shadow of a doubt.
2: And also, they have There's the best... flooding in the... Uh, yeah. The <laughs> flooding bathroom. everywhere you go.
0: But uh, best fans of baseball in Oakland. Like, they... Yeah. They are so – they've taken, as a football fan, you'll know, the yeah. the craziness of Raider Nation, and they brought it to to uh, A's games without the alcohol. So the theatricality is still there. The passion is still there. They all dress up, and they all do crazy, wacky things, but it's they're funny, not as they aggressive. Gay, and
2: they had a gay night. I flew up for it. They oh. gave me tickets, and it? it was the best. It, it was so Shonda fun. Is it Sean Doolittle's Shonda girlfriend? Doolittle. Yeah, yeah, I met yeah, them. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. His
0: girlfriend wrote – awesome piece yeah, about lgbt the,
2: the coolest and i yeah. was so crushed out on her trying to act like a normal person but i was like it's so mm, you're amazing and you're so good looking it's and insane did you,
0: did you read her piece about sean yes. in 2012 i think or 11 when he quote-unquote lost uh, the game for them in the playoffs or whatnot and she wrote this beautiful piece about the perspective of the relief pitcher who loses the game in the playoffs oh, oh, oh my god it, it, it yeah. is she's just she's a great so great writer awesome yeah actually yeah. i would love to have her on the podcast I actually just kind of chat with her because she oh God, is yeah she is would, fantastic yeah
2: That was was super cool.
0: But yeah, no, I mean, honestly, like I said, every, I mean, Camden is is probably objectively overall the quote unquote best ballpark in the country. Just if you include the atmosphere, the look, the feel, the food, the everything. But it's it's hard because every ballpark has something that they do. I
2: love. I think Petco has surprised me the most. Petco. I love Petco.
0: (laughs) So. In 2013, I drove 17,000 miles in 95 days and went to a ball game at all 30 parks. That was my first time doing all 30 oh, yeah, that's awesome. in one go. Petco was my 14th, I believe it was. And when I got there, I called my mom and I said, oh, God, I think I screwed up. I don't think I'm going to leave. I think I'm just going to stay here for the rest of my life. Like, I don't it's want. It's so great. It is You feel so zened out and so relaxed. And they had, you know, the that hill they have in right yeah. field behind the beach and whatnot where yeah. people for five bucks can just go and sit on the hill and watch so a ball great. game. No, I love. And then
2: they give out free tickets to the troops at Camp Pendleton on Sunday and they all wear Mm -hmm. fatigues. Like it's so feel good. And again, smack in the middle of the city. You can walk.
0: Yes. They've got this great, uh, uh, I'll I'll try and uh, find the picture that I have and I'll put it on uh, clubhousepodcast.com. But there's this great image inside the ballpark of downtown San Diego 10 years before Petco was built and then 10 years after Petco was built. And just seeing how that city was built up around the ballpark, they put the ballpark there and that gas lamp district and everything just grew. It's so
2: great. It's absolutely beautiful. It's such a beautiful, I, uh, I went to the nationals last year for the first time and that's an interesting how it's, I love that it was just like a bit, literally, it feels like you're walking by, you would never even know it was a stadium. It's so like built in camouflage style. To the landscape of the city. I thought was Did you go to the bullpen cool. afterwards?
0: They've got the bullpen outside of Nationals Park where it's kind of like this shipping containers all over the place. And it's kind of this post-game hangout spot for all the college kids to hang out with like tailgating games and a bar and a stage and all that stuff. No,
2: I just kind of walked, or I walked around it, but... I literally went and Bryce Harper hit a game a walk off in the bottom of the ninth <laughs> and I was like this is stupid <laughs> awesome. I was like oh my god I'm not like a big Bryce Harper fan but I was like I'll take it I was awesome <laughs> that's funny yeah, it I was it was literally remember we went on that tear and he was just like he could yes. not hit a home run yes. yes I like stumbled upon one of those <laughs> yes. games yes. All right, we're gonna
0: have to wrap this up unfortunately I'm, I'm looking at the time and you got to go and and I, I just I could talk to you all day about this stuff but I want to make sure that we get you to your next engagement um but we normally end our show we have to ask you i feel like i may know the answer to this but i'm still going to ask you you have to think back throughout your life and what is the one moment in your life that you believe is your quintessential baseball moment it doesn't have to be a game that you went to but it's a moment where you think this is the reason i'm a baseball fan this is the reason why i love this sport so much
2: that's a fantastic question. It's fun because like you have like so many things going through your head yeah. uh like of to, of to choose from. Um I'll probably I'll probably say this it was I guess I was probably like 12 or 13 and we were at Fenway and uh my dad caught a foul ball. But it was under really ridiculous circumstances because it hit off uh like you know not balcony, whatever, a banister or something above us. And my dad turned around, it popped in his hand, then it popped out (laughs) and we were on the, the, the aisle, right. You know, um, we were on the aisle. We're in the, and he jumped over, so this is probably he was in his, I would say, late 50s. <laughs> and he jumped over, dove, <laughs> grabbed the ball, ripped his shirt, ripped his pants, tossed it to me. And I was like, oh. ah!
1: like, you know, like 12
2: years old. And then he disappears. And we're like, where did what? dad go, right? Two innings go by, and I'm like, <laughs> where the hell is dad? He comes back, and it uh, just kind of slips into the road, And I was like, that Oh, this is the greatest moment ever and he was like i'm so embarrassed <laughs> he was like i literally hit a kid <gasps> he, not hit a kid but he when he dove like a kid like fell that way he's like i've ripped my arm and he was hiding out in the men's bathroom for hilarious. like two innings but he's and that foul ball is on our mantle yeah. because he never caught a foul ball ever in his life and he yeah. went to ebbets field hours before during batting practice yep. and he never caught a foul ball and so that's that's fantastic. that's probably it yeah that. it thank has you. to be it
0: thank you yeah we're gonna go ahead and end it there because there's nothing that any of us can say to top that that was oh i got chills i, got I know i literally chills.
2: was like ah, i'm picturing great. little 12 year old Aaron <laughs> yeah, 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 just yeah. so I beaming like, with pride probably just like <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you so very much. Actually, I kind of want to. Next time I'm in, in Tampa, I kind of want to go to a baseball game with your parents. Now, <laughs>
2: like, I know, I know, and I've never been to a Tampa game. You've
0: never uh, no, the trop is yeah. the try. It's an indoor mall. Yeah. It's it's. You know, I gotta go though. I gotta. See. You do. I mean, I can't believe
2: I we haven't gone. It's yeah,
0: that's ludicrous. That. You need to yeah. go. You need to support your your parents' fandom. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so well, thank very you guys. very it was
2: much. Nice to meet you both. It was so easy to talk to you guys. It was yeah, it's super fun.
0: Always fun, Mr. Rap. Thank Thank you, you, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time here in the clubhouse. The home base for the clubhouse podcast is the Brighino Baseball Clubhouse located at 67 East 11th Street in New York City. Seriously, folks, this is without a doubt my favorite baseball spot in the country. From the baseball-inspired artwork on the walls to the one-of-a-kind memorabilia for sale and the amazing baseball fans that are just hanging out on the bleachers inside the store, this place is the best. If you can't make it into Bergino's in person, please visit bergino.com and pick up a gift for your father, your mother, your brother, your sister, really anybody in your life, or even just yourself. If you can make it in, make sure you mention the podcast and you'll get a free bag tag with any purchase. You can follow Anthony and I individually at rounding third MJ for me and at Albino kid for Anthony. Thank you so much for listening. Have an awesome week.